Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, my name is Adiola Kingsley-James, and I was just on Me, Her, and Everything Else. Hey guys, what's up? It's another episode, of course, of me, her, and everything else. It's your girl, Stephanie Koke here. Thank you so much for all the love on the previous episodes. Remember to like, share, and follow us on Instagram at me, her, and everything else. So today's episode is going to be one of those serious talks that, you know, it's, it's quite interesting because it's something that I never felt like somebody needed to actually be prepared for especially if you know it's not something that people set out to become now my guest today is someone that I've known for a very long time especially in the entertainment industry but we're not talking entertainment no, today please welcome Mrs. Adiola you know I think it's, your surname now. I know right so it's now Kingsley James I used to be Mrs. Adiola lady oh yes. so now it's Mrs. Adiola, Adiola Kingsley James, James. Yes. I like it yes, thank you is it A-K-G-J? AKJ AKJ yes. I'm calling you AKJ now <laughs> welcome to the podcast thank you thank you thank so you. much for coming on today's episode is going to be about transitional is it tra- should we call it transitional roles or transitioning roles or preparing for transitioning roles i think it can be a bit of both yeah yeah okay. preparing and then already in it okay yes yes because yes, there are people that are in it already yeah. and they didn't get the memo they didn't get a heads up they didn't get a guidebook or anything like that no they didn't so both of us actually step mums yes to wonderful children yes. you have how many i have two step children i have a boy and a girl okay and do you have children of your own yes i have one she's six years old okay fantastic oh well congratulations thank you beautiful blended family i know i know i know so i have a daughter and then i have another daughter from my husband's previous relationship okay yeah so um it's interesting to talk about this this is a very um raw topic conversation yeah i never really get that many people who want to talk about it especially in the open yeah because of the minds that you know you have to be careful of yeah you know because there's more involved than just a regular family mm-hmm. you know now i say you have the in-laws and the outlaws and yeah. then you have all the things in between mm-hmm. you know so 
Yeah. <laughs> so how is how has your journey been? You know, as a step as a step. Would you do we even call them stepmothers or because the term is very I don't know. I know Jada Pinkett loves to call herself like a bonus mom or something like that. You know, whether you call it step bonus bio plus whatever. I mean, it is what it is. We're stepmothers. Um, uh, I think also running away from the title might also be a reason why a lot of people see a stigma behind it. I say that I'm only a woman who fell in love with a man who had children. Yeah. Period. You know, so okay. whatever that makes me, I'm happy with I it. I think the stepmother thing and the, 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 um, I don't it's know. Hollywood. The, the, it's, it's, yeah, it's Cinderella. Yes. Yeah, it's very Cinderella. When I think of <laughs> the evil stepmother, yes. it's always Cinderella. Yeah. And um, the notion that women, you know, that take on children mm-hmm. uh, that are not their own in relationships mean are mean to them mm. has um, really jaded this perception of us. Yeah. I hear you. Women, because the family is off the bat, you know, maybe they'll be telling you things like, oh, treat the child like your own. Yes. Well, what was I going to do before? Like, treat her like a... Yeah, but a, also, I mean, I think that's also a tall order to say you treat someone else's child like your own. Mm, I think that's fair. adding unnecessary pressure, mm. you know. Treat the child with respect, treat the child with love, treat the child with concern and all those things. Mm. But they, you don't you don't love them like your own because they're not your own. Wow. So why do you want to put that pressure on yourself? Now, with your own child, you form a bond because you had a nine-month period right. of forming this bond with this child in your tummy. Mm. So naturally, when they come out, you do them differently. Even when you have children from all the children from you, you mm-hmm. don't love them equally. You love them for different reasons. Yeah, I think Christiana is a pro at that. So, I mean, why do we then... Put that pressure to see you mm. must then treat them like your step, your, like your own children. You must not do that, but you must treat the child well. And when you talk about the wicked stepmother, hey, they're wicked people. Period. Yeah, it has nothing to do whether with your, whether you're a stepmother or not a stepmother because they're women who birth children and throw them in the dustbin. Yeah, and they beat them with all kinds of things. So a wicked, a wicked person is a wicked person. Yeah, and as I say, hurt people hurt people. Yeah. But hurt people first hurt before they hurt other people. Yes. And maybe, I, you know, some some relationships are, the, the way they are formed as well, very mm. important. Because you could become a stepmother in a marriage. You mm. know, a, a man could go out and have a baby with someone. Then mm-hmm. it could be like, I don't know, some type of like break baby, for mm-hmm. example, like Gabrielle Union. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, it might be harder for someone like that to love that kind of child. Mm. I'm talking about pressures because the situation around the child is just like how the child came to life and all those things. You know, all the expectations should just be put aside and just, you know, just piggyback back, backing of what you just said, which is sometimes the real, how you come into the relationship Mm. really matters. Yeah. I personally think that there should be a breakup party for the Mm. old that's my own that's my own suggestion now with more more knowledge mm-hmm. and more insight into because I'm also a therapist besides anything else mm. now what happens is that in the beginning the mistake is that we all believe or assume that we know what we're getting into in my case my mm. husband felt he'd been married before so marriage has to be easy forgetting that he's never been married to me right right i also thought i was an adult and so, I mean, I've been in love before. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what, how hard could it be? Forgetting that I've never been married before. And not only that, I've never been married to a man who has children. 
Now, the children also have a role to play here, which most times they throw the children to the curb because they're children. Mm. So it doesn't matter how they feel or what they right. feel. So the children also now have a new woman who's sleeping in their father's room that they had access to that they can't have access again. And so you don't even know whether those children are even happy. Then you have the outlaws, and I call them outlaws because now they're now new in-laws, mm-hmm. right? Who believe that they also have access to your home because their children involved, especially in my case, their mom is late. Okay. Right? So if my husband and I and the children went through therapy, we would know how to align as a new family. Yeah. Right? And then if there was that party where he went back and said, I'm do- throwing you all a party because I want you all to, I want to thank you all for all you have done in my life in the last six, seven years, mm-hmm. whatever. And I want to even tell you what you've done for me in the last few years. However, going forward, I'm now forming a new family mm-hmm. with a new woman and my children. And with that, because now we've gone through therapy and we've formed our visions, we've formed our values, we have a new mission to build our new nation because that's what it is, right? Mm-hmm. We will then say, for the next one year, you guys cannot come to the house. Who are these people that are going to be invited to the party? The exes, the friends, the in your case, friends. In your case, no, I'm saying, late, no, we yeah. didn't do that. I'm yeah. saying, no, but in your if, case, she was late. So that, yeah, she was late. Yeah. So imagine if he called her family who had mm-hmm. been there, her friends who had been there, the families of, or whoever had been there, the aunties and cousins and all of that who had been in the house. Right. Okay. If he had sat that, sat them down. Now, two things that thing would have done. One, it would have, curbed some of the expectations maybe not all but also it would have made them feel important yeah whereby they know that okay i think these people are good now right, right. and maybe it would have maybe it would have helped heal some hurts because don't forget she died yeah and they're still carrying that pain and in nigeria people don't understand grief therapy they don't no, understand even therapy at all so my husband who lost his wife if right in front of him I say to him that you have your your grief has taken real estate in your heart. He doesn't believe anything is wrong with him, and I laugh because at the end of the day, you have to unearth, you have to unravel it and 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 remove it from your system. Otherwise, it will create all kinds of sicknesses in your body that you have absolutely no control over. No, you're right. You're right, and I definitely I, I actually agree with the um, breakup party, mm. and I think it also allows everyone to be on the same page. Because, you know, somebody can leave a relationship mm-hmm. uh, and get into a new relationship. And mm-hmm. then some that one might think, okay, they're not serious, mm-hmm. you know, or maybe it's not going to last. And mm-hmm. then boom, they're married. Exactly. And then it's like, wait. Or they're getting married. Yeah, they're getting And then you're just like, oh, okay, so it's actually serious. So I do have to... Like, Stop coming to the yeah. house. Let's start with that. Yeah, or like the conversations <laughs> I'm going to have with this person are going to be different. Yeah. You know, there's, there's maybe like, for example, no flirting. Because, you know, like if you break up with an ex... Mm-hmm. And you guys were actually really good. Mm-hmm. This is even without children. Yeah. You, might, you know, when they call you, it might be a bit like, oh, yeah. hey, what's up? Like, oh. Yeah, like, yes. cities mm-hmm. all right. But now, if you if there were children involved, you have to obviously keep that line of communication open. Absolutely. But you have to also be very careful and to be respectful mm-hmm. of everybody involved. Mm-hmm. So that's a new partner as well. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes it might be a bit difficult for people who have someone that they were dating maybe they have children with and then mm. that person has moved on and mm. they haven't moved on absolutely that's another 
now they haven't and moved on breakup part is totally and important. they are sad yes. about the breakup yeah. they're going to do everything to make your life miserable mm. but that's also because you're giving your powers to them mm. yeah, exactly. and that's exactly what I did I mean everything you know also I think when we're chatting before we started this I was trying to say to you that we teach people how to treat us yeah right um, and so it's easy for us to blame other people for what they're doing, mm. but we don't actually take responsibility for how we show up. Right. Yeah. So if I teach you that you can call me anytime, why would I, should I then sit down and be angry when you call me every time? You're very right. Yeah. So if I've done that, if I then want to change it, I need to have a sit down with you and say, mm. hi, you know, thank you for calling me all the time. However, you're going to have to reduce it a little mm. bit. And you have to do another kind of schooling. Yeah. You know, uh, um, and so with, uh, with, uh, with, in, in my case, um, <clears throat> okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm trying to connect different things. So one way, right, I came in also very hurt. You know, once again, I go back to therapy. And in therapy, I would have found out that I was very needy. Mm. right and because we have been taught especially women that our essence is in our husbands and our children mm. okay so when they're doing well you're doing well as a wife and a mother and that's why you see people tell me a little bit, bit about yourself the first thing they'll say is i'm a wife and i'm a mother no can i just say i was in a women's like <laughs> zoom um, conference like being initiated into a new women's empowerment right. um, society we group yeah yeah and then you know they were like oh tell us what you do and i saw so, so many women in the chat box were like, oh, I'm a mother of four. Oh, I'm, you know, I'm a wife and a mother to like so children. My, so my question like, is, if they strip and mother and wife are roles. Yeah, they are roles. They're not, they're not who you are. But I didn't add that to my, to my thing. Exactly. So what I, so because you don't have an identity for yourself, you would answer to anything that you're called. Mm-hmm. And if your identity is tied to being a mother and a wife, if your husband died and your children are taken away, then you are nothing. Mm. And that's what they've taught a lot of women. And that's why you see women burnt out because we believe that we're meant to be everything for everyone, but nothing for ourselves. So you start to see them say, after all I've done for you. Yeah. We don't love ourselves. We trade ourselves. I just want you to know that as well. If you give me, I'll give you back in return. That's a trade and butter. Mm. That's not love. Yeah. And I find, and I always say this, that and the reason why I'm so adamant that I have, I'm like, I have to live the life that I wanted to live because mm-hmm. I don't want to end up resenting anybody. I don't want to resent my children or my husband saying Absolutely. that I catered to your maybe political yes, ambition. Yes. I catered to your schooling. I moved country because of you. Yeah. I think, yeah, there has to be a balance and you definitely have to give. You can't have everything in this life. Something's going to have to give. But when you give your purpose and your identity, you are, <laughs> you're just going to build yourself up for bitterness in yeah, the but- future. You, even amongst women, I remember sending. So when you ask me for my bio, this is what I send to people. When they say, who are you? I say, I am air. I give people a reason to live, love and breathe. I am light. I bring clarity and understanding. I'm unconditional love. I love you because it's who I am. And I'm an example on earth that God exists. What do I do? I'm a life giver and a king maker. Period. Mm. So when people see this, they're like, oh, so what about your... Yeah, are you a CEO? Are you a this? Mm. Are you a that? I'm like, yeah, but what's bigger than mm. being a life giver and a kingmaker? Mm. What's bigger than being an exact? But they don't understand it because they're expecting to see 
you know, wife, mother of seven, you know, and and all the accomplishments. And I'm not Mm -hmm. saying the accomplishments Mm -hmm. are bad. Of course they're not. You've gone through so much to get Mm -hmm. that. But if you're stripped of all those things, what's left? I didn't have an identity when I was getting married because I believed that my identity was in my husband and my children. So whenever my husband said I was doing wrong, then I had to be bad. Whatever he said I was doing right, I had to be good. Mm. What then me- that means is that since I've given him responsibility for my happiness, mm. I've given him the responsibility for my sadness as well. Mm, wow. Yeah. When you look at it, it's very true. And, and I think that's why there's so much pressure on women to get married because people actually believe that their identities are in men and women. And you know what we've seen? They're not complete. Yes, exactly. Without a man and children. Exactly. And what we've seen in the last couple of weeks is that, you know, women of old ages mm. have, start, have, been, have been getting married mm. and people are now like, oh, look, you don't have to put pressure on yourself to get married young. In the same breath, some people are but, saying they didn't find people to marry them to and marry. that's why they're and that's getting why, married. Yeah, which, which I, which, so you can't please I, Which I, I kind of believe <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody sets out to get married at a later age. Like, yeah, what's even wrong with that? There's Who nothing wrong age? with it. There's nothing wrong with it. But um, I think that people, uh, would, to go back to what I was saying, I think that <laughs> society has put this whole thing of you don't have an identity until you get married um, out there. And now you're seeing Gen Z that are like, we don't even want to get married because... Yeah. We have our own identity. We yep. know who we are. We want to be with both men, male and female. Yeah, they, well, I mean, Get with it. I mean, they're just sexually <laughs> fluid at this point. So, I mean, all, it's all good for them. Yes, like, they don't yes. even have these worries because I feel like they're not going to have these issues. They're so open and, you know, they're not, they're not waiting for anybody to give them a handbook. They're just mm-hmm. literally like, well, I, if this works for me, it works for me. If it doesn't, I'm going. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do this. Or mm-hmm. they're just very, I don't know. I don't want to call them impatient, but they're just like, it, whatever. That also is like an extreme, right? It is an there extreme. Has to be, I, I made a, a joke last week. I said, we ha- we're not done with the universe. We have now moved to the metaverse, mm. right? And I, I witnessed, I, I got into one of those, those spaces and I thought to myself, oh my goodness, we're in for a big shocker because unfortunately the brain has no idea whether what you're experiencing is true or not. Mm. No idea. Once your senses are cued into it, that's the end. And what are your senses? You're tasting it, you're touching it, you're feeling it, you're smelling it, you're in there. It has no clue yeah, that what you're suffer. doing is not is not real. It's not right, happening to you right. really. And that's for when people relive certain situations mm. you see them as like they're just it's just happening to them right there now your brain has no cl- no clue yeah that it's not real i mean it's like acting like when you get exactly. into method acting you your brain that's why it takes so long to shed some characters exactly. because you, and you then behave like, like some yeah. characters after that wait don't you remember when um oh, this is off topic but remember is it you you were involved in a production of sisters mm. a reality show and mm-hmm. people always you know, come up to me and they're like, oh, you're in Sisters on Ebony Life. Mm-hmm. I remember when Ebony Life first started. Mm-hmm. I remember um, Coach Lamre mm-hmm. afterwards having to talk to us and yep. talk to me especially because I felt like I was stuck in some type of character. different yeah, character mm-hmm. that I couldn't get out of. I was mm-hmm. like, I can't tell the difference between what's real and, and what's, what's not. not. And that's a part of reality that's television. That's how the brain works. But that's how the brain works. Yeah. yeah. You you just can't decipher sometimes if this is real or not. Mm-hmm. Or if somebody loves you or they don't. Or mm-hmm. is this, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's crazy. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's very interesting. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, this, step, this stepmother role, um, I personally, mm-hmm. like, you know, people 
people would tell me that, oh my gosh, you know, you and your daughter, stepdaughter are so cute. You guys look alike. You know, some people think we're sisters and mm. stuff. And people send me messages like, oh, you're doing a great job. You know, it looks like the way you, you guys are is like, she, nobody would know right. that and she's, she's not, not yours. yours. Um, which I've, which I've always felt like was my job mm. because the onus was on me. Mm. Um, because I've also, I've also had step parents. Mm. Like, yeah, I've had step parents. And I wouldn't want any child to feel, um, less or, un- yeah, mm. out of place. Yeah, mm. definitely out of mm. place. Because when you come into a nuclear home mm. and you see the way everything is, you'll kind of feel like, oh, I don't belong here. So mm. I made it, um, I made it a point to put her pictures in the house like mm. and it's not that my husband didn't want to do it he just mm. never thought about yeah. it so when we moved i got her pictures like mm. her school pictures and i put them up and mm. um when my, my mother-in-law sorry i was like oh look she's like oh yeah look and i, oh, and I was like yeah i put that there she's mm. like eh, yes because i know you yeah good and she mm. was also a step parent and mm. she was a great one at that mm. and i always wanted to like emulate her mm. but you know sometimes it can be difficult because you also can't, don't want to overstep your mm. boundary and you know because you're also like the the step parent mm. you're not the mother so you know if if the mother says oh she can't do something mm. and you don't agree with it mm. you kind of you won't win the battle because it's her ultimately you're her the child secondary you're parent. the secondary parent yes. yeah and sometimes i think also being the secondary parent people don't look at the fact that it can be a lot for you as well in terms mm. of your emotions because mm. it's like someone being yours but not entirely yours mm. and um it's like playing like, oh, you mum you today, can, you're not yeah. mum tomorrow, yeah. your mum is you're like you and it's 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 a bit it's a bit difficult. Um I think it is like that because one she does she doesn't live with you hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Mine live with me. Um and then her mother is late. Mm. Which I think sometimes is actually even worse because you're almost walking in a dead person's shadows. Mm. And you don't know it. You know? or I didn't. I don't know about other people, but I didn't. Um, and I just tried to fit into a, a pair of slippers that I, I never even met, you mm. know? Um, and so I would constantly judge myself and con, con- I mean, when it had to do with my child, I could do whatever. Right. It wouldn't matter because I mean, that's my child. But when it had to do with my stepkids initially, I had all kinds of, should I have done it? Could I have done that? Now, because I also gave so much energy, I also was a people pleaser. You know, mm. um, I wanted people to like me. Um, and when you say you don't want the child to feel like an outsider, mm. right? You have no control over that because even as your own children, they'll have stories. Mm. We all have stories. As a middle child, I never thought my mother or my father loved me. And, and my father, and my mother, and my father, and my mother. I'm no stepchild, mm. right? I grew up like that. And that's what I probably will also say about children. They, there are four roles children play in a family. The first role is that the child is a brilliant child. And so they come back home and because we trade our love, we say to them, they're very good when they go, when they get good grades, right? And so the child immediately believes that all I need to do to get daddy's love or mommy's love is to get good grades and they connect with that. And then they grow up thinking that they have to be the best at everything. And if they're not the best, they won't then get they're that bad, love. Yeah. right? The second role is that is a sickly role. So the child is constantly sick because now daddy and mommy have time for me. Oh, so they're wow. constantly sick. So they grow up older, sick. Every Today is headache, tomorrow is tummy ache, next morning because the touches from the doctors and the nurse mm. give them comfort. 
in the, in their older age. Yes. Really? Yes. Yes. And it's, it's a form of showing them that they, they're validated or appreciated. They, they, it's because human beings want to always feel validated and appreciated. What they don't teach us is that we can do it to ourselves when we're older. When we're younger, we don't have a choice, right? You can't choose who your parents are, who they're not. But a lot of times, you know, when you grow older, you can parent yourself. You can reparent yourself. Yeah, but we're not you older. So as they say that in Europe, now, there's somebody, uh, if I translate it, yes. it's like, they teach, your parents teach you, but you also now, this is somebody that's taught themselves. Yes. So you then teach yourself. But the teaching yourself is by praising yourself and by giving you what your parents never gave you to yourself. Mm-hmm. So the third role, and so that I, I finish that, third role is the rebellious child. You would be, they will do everything. Tell them to go left, they're going right. Mm-hmm. Because why? Now, daddy, daddy didn't have time, Abby. Right. Now he has okay. time for me. Yeah. Eh. So if I steal, he would beat me. Mm-hmm. But that beating to me is attention because as a child, they don't know the difference. And then the last role is the carer. So you think, oh, I just need to tell everybody that, you know, make sure everybody's fine. Make sure everybody's okay. okay. Mommy, yeah. are you okay? Oh, Daddy, yeah. are you okay? okay? Uncle, are you, you know? And then the, your mom will turn around, turn around and tell you how wonderful you are yes. as a child. Yeah. So you grow up forgetting you and picking up everybody else. Yeah. And so I started off as a rebellious child and then I grew into the carer. Now a carer is full of needs because they're not giving themselves anything. anything yeah. And that's how I was. So maybe... That's why I even married my husband because maybe somewhere at the back of my mind, I was looking for a project. Mm, maybe. Yeah. Because we're savers now. We're saviors. Yeah. Jesus, younger sister. That's <laughs> what I used to be. Once you call Jesus, I show up. That, wow, that's how I used to be. You know, I have a friend that I feel like might actually be a carer. Yeah. yeah. And I've always described her as such a nice person. Such a nice person. And it's like, but then you're also finding that they also really are needy yeah. and it's it's like you feel bad because this person is so nice but the niceness is conditional but yes the it's nice, not unconditional that's, that's one thing that I kind of feel like it's, yes. it's, it is conditional not by not con- uh, intentionally it is I, I think condition is conditional I just don't want to make it seem like it's bad like <laughs> no, no, oh they're I'm just nice I'm not saying it's bad no what I'm saying is that it's not wrong to be nice mm. but when I'm nice to you at my detriment, then mm. there's a problem. Yeah. If okay. not, then that's not good anymore. Mm. Because now I cannot give you what I do not have. Yeah. So if I can't give myself niceness, then I can't give it. So for me to give it to you, I need your applause mm. and your appreciation. And when they don't come, mm. I then become resentful towards you because I wasn't nice for nothing. Right. You yeah. just didn't give me what I was nice for. And so now you are a damn ingrate. How yeah. dare you? After yeah. after all, oh my goodness, you should you should have seen me then. I would say after everything, you know, and after a while, you know, I mean, I'm I probably went through all kinds of emotions, you know. Um, like I said, I'd given my power to everybody, so people were pulling my strings from every. They just knew what to say and what to do. And stepmothers are also some of us. Well, a lot of us play the victim card. Is it because she's not my child? Is it because he's not my child? That's why you're saying what you're mm. saying. Really, come on. You know, if there's it's a funny, mother, I've never, I've like never you said, said that. Yeah, well. <laughs> I'm 
I like how I use that card. <laughs> but I've never said that. I've never felt like, oh, is it... But, you know, I think it's also a, 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 I don't know, generational thing as well. Maybe. Yeah, because I don't think younger people really send it. They're just probably just like, okay, you guys do what you want. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to stress myself. Because, you know, young, like the younger you are, the more yes. you're closer to this Gen yes. Z and they're yes. like... Okay, yeah, whatever. you guys do whatever you like. Yes, when you do yes. it and it ends up however, good for you. But <laughs> I'm not going to stress myself. Yeah, so that, I've yeah. never used that. Um, yeah. uh, I, I, used to, child, yeah. I used to use it. Um, and it would, is I that, mean... Isn't that like emotional blackmail? Of course it is. <laughs> I mean, I'm screwed up anyways. What can come out of me? I love me? that you're just being so honest about this. You know, we're all screwed up in some way. But honestly, what, what else can come out of you? Mm. If, if all you have is hurt, that's mm. all you're going to be able to give. I remember one day I sat and I thought, I'm putting... Oh, my anger from my husband on these poor children. And they did absolutely nothing to me. Mm. It, I, you, I mean, I, I don't know about other people, but I've come to, I, I, I'm not sure there's nothing I can talk about. Yeah. You know, um, because I've realized that I have nothing to prove, hide, protect, or defend. Yeah. Okay. So if there's something that I see or there's something that I know that I can do better in a different way, I will go ahead and do it. I don't beat myself for the past. I use the knowledge that I used then to do what I did then. End of story. Right. right? But now that I have better knowledge, what am I doing with it? And so I remember then looking out for groups for stepmothers. I didn't find any in Nigeria, not one. And so, of course, that whole stigma behind the other woman, all those things. I mean, I found some abroad. Three quarters of them were bitter. And I didn't want to stay bitter. Yeah, I mean, no. Oh my goodness. You should see some of the messages that they put out there. My, this, you know, there all kinds of labels. And I'm like, no, I'm done being bitter. Mm. Now I want peace, right? And so after, I mean, I, I then had to go to, to therapy. And I did something that changed my entire life, which is called Rapid Transformational Therapy. It was created by some lady called Marissa Pear. And it also had a lot of hypnotherapy in it. And it was able to take me back to why I was the way I was and change it around. And, and, and is that and what it you changed got to? my life? Was and it about so, you, your childhood? Yes, it was about to your my childhood. childhood. Absolutely. Wow. And so when I did that, I decided to then go and do the training myself and then start to help people come out of their own pain as well. Wow. So how many women have you, would you say you've helped in? Is it in Nigeria? I've helped, not just women these days, even men. Oh, that is beautiful to hear. Even I love men. it because men need a lot of help. All the men in this room, I know you, all of you <laughs> are suffering from some type of trauma. And men in Nigeria, I really feel sorry for no, them. No, they, they, because it's not just men in Nigeria. I think the, it's a man thing because we have taught no. our men how to lie. Yes. You know, like, you feel bad, yes. but you must suck it up because yes. you're a man. Mm-hmm. You know, you must be strong because you are so men are walking around with feelings that they can't even express because they've been taught to keep it quiet mm. and if they express it then they're weak yeah no i'm gonna say this like i have never seen my husband cry until oh, i think wow. until his mom passed yeah oh, wow. and that day i was like whoa wow yeah it was, it was a t- and i said but and I, and I always knew that it would be that day but because always every everybody would say you're so hard, you're so mm. hard. Never, I've never mm. seen because he doesn't understand what am I crying for. Yeah. But then I just used to say to him, ah, this, you actually cried, like, and he's like, yeah, like, so you know, these men, a lot of them, 
are hurt of and course. do and do have pain the same of way women course. but really they've really been taught to just suck it up and move on yeah. and and that's why you see a lot and, of, oh they'll tell you there's nothing wrong with me yeah there's nothing wrong with them <laughs> i also like in nigeria the recreational thing is to drink yes to drink and that's another form of you know just oh man Run away this from week was pain. crazy yeah let's drink you see you see now vi is always packed yes. from thursday Run away from pain. Like, yeah yeah because yeah. we're always flighting from our problems mm-hmm. we either flight or freeze right and so yeah I, I i look at people these days and i'm like come let me help you i see the pain you're going through if for nothing i had a friend that i spoke to this morning and i just felt so bad for him you know and he's judging himself just because he doesn't sound like a man right. I'm like, what's the sound of a man what is who created that sound who said that there was a sound? So if you didn't have the husky voice, then all of a sudden you're nobody. And he's 34. So you can imagine how he's lived like that all his life. Come on. That's, again, that's one thing I'll say about Gen Z. You know, they're pushing this whole, is it feminism? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like, they might not be um, bisexual or gay, but mm-hmm. they just are more feminine. Yeah. But it's because we have both sides in us. We're both feminine yeah. and masculine. I mean, we have Eastern and Whichever one you, you heighten is mm-hmm. the one that grows. There are women who they say are stubborn and arrogant and logical and blah, 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 because they've heightened the masculine mm-hmm. side of them. I, I, and I, I probably also at some point I was a warrior as well. I didn't know how to speak mm. soft. Right. I didn't. I didn't. Oh, actually, I think I remember. Yeah. <laughs> Not in a bad way, just no, like no, you. No, yeah, um, yes. Yeah. But people would, and also because I'm in an mm. industry that is male dominated. Yeah. So once again, I don't want anybody to think that I'm weak. However, mm. what's wrong with being weak? weak yeah. You know, nothing. nothing. As you were saying this, I just realized something as well. Women, when we act like boys, they call us tomboys. Mm-hmm. But there's no such thing as a tom girl, is there? Like men don't have because a dick. Because like insulting the boy now. Yeah, but why? It's he, derogatory. So why is it for not, them? But it's, it's okay for us. <laughs> it's like, have you ever heard the wicked stepfather? Has anybody ever said that? Isn't the only wicked stepmother you hear people say? Oh my god! Why did not Hollywood also create wicked stepfather? stepmother? Yeah, yeah, because it's the woman that stays at home to make the home. Yeah, but they are wicked stepfathers. Of course they are. Like they're, so many. they're wicked human beings, period. Or misguided. Maybe I won't call wow. them wicked. I'll yeah, call I them never misguided. Looked, I never thought about that. Yeah. yeah Cinderella. There's no... Is, is there another version of Cinderella with a man that's wicked? No. It would have been something else. Yeah. No, there's no story. Wow. Because it's a woman that stays home to look after or build the family. Mm. So she's the one that does all the cleaning and the cooking and the all of that. And then yeah. you're saying, okay, because the man believes that he's going out to go and bring food home. Yes. And it's funny that, you know, once you have a child as a woman, people will literally be like, you have baggage. But when men have children, they're just like, me as a child. Okay. So it's like, we have... Ours is classified as baggage if mm. we have kids and um, want still want to get married. But men, it's just like, okay, he has a baby mother. I mean, they see the babe, the mother as drama right. as opposed to the man having a child. Mm. And they don't, yeah, so it's actually really interesting. And I think it's the way we all project these things as well. Because when a man cheats, uh, uh-huh. She's a bad boy. Yes, when a woman course. cheats, she's a no. She's a prostitute now. Ah, uh, she's she's and she's all sorts of things. <laughs> End of story. No, she's so all like sorts a of prop things. to the guy. Mm. I think it's just all around their their male ego mm. to make them feel cool because nobody made them feel cool when they were children. Mm. So now all of a sudden, society is telling them you are a badass guy. 
So they're feeling cool now. Like, yeah, you know, so they're ticking the box. I've done 10, yeah. I've done 11 because they love that they're looking for, they think is on the outside. It's not. It's trying, they're looking, searching for that mother's love they never got. Right. Or the father's love they never got that they felt they needed. Mm. And now they're seeing it in the arms of so many women telling them how phenomenal they are. Albeit that they're lying to them. They don't understand that it's a lie. They think it's a thing of, you know, now I've arrived. And so there's more mm. to when somebody cheats or sleeps around because it may not even be cheating. Yeah. You know, some people just pick up prostitutes. Yeah. Uh, I think, uh, someone has said this before I don't know where but yeah they were literally talking about this cheating thing mm. and I think because when people cheat well was maybe when men cheat mm. women tend to look at themselves and be like what did I do wrong like is it my body is it my this and I think I think I was saying to someone that yeah even last night I was saying to someone mm. that oh it has nothing to do with you it as a woman to it's do actually to do with these people these well men or whoever it is that's cheating it's not a person that's getting women cheated cheat on too. yeah uh, like, my sister this lucky hey let me know if we started mm. women cheating in this lucky <laughs> but because also I mean when you even look at the cheating excuse me wait what 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 does cheating mean happy ending is it cheating just yeah no but it is. is it but no people wouldn't say it because like, like oh they're mistreated so, they, so, so i don't have so any now, relationship so i mean so that means that they're different it's weird it, the, the lines are blurred yeah. to what cheating really but, is no but definitely these these roles um you know going from being a child mm. you didn't get a lot of attention love. or love from mm. their mother for example mm. and then being like a promiscuous man mm. that cheats and just mm. is just randy mm. i see the correlation mm. Because it's connection. Just, yeah, because you just say, is, why would somebody just want to just always it's sleep connection. around? They didn't. They don't feel enough. <clears throat> and so now this plethora of women are showing me that okay, I'm something. Mm. But that's something. Once it's done, it's just like when women say, "I like shoes," and they're addicted to shoes. Well, if one could make you happy, why do you have There's so many? Yeah. So really, it's not in the having of the shoes that make you happy, right? You may, it may be fleeting. So you may be excited. Oh yeah, I got the shoe mm-hmm. today. But tomorrow, and another one will come out now. Oh no, yep, yeah, I agree. I say that <laughs> all the time. No, so it's not, nothing you're looking for is on the outside. Nothing you're mm-hmm. looking for is material, right? You have to deal with your inner side. Mm-hmm. You have to deal with your inside. And that's why these days I tell people, I, you know, hypnotherapy is one of the best things that can ever happen in your life. Because it would take you, some people, I remember somebody that I, I did a session for, she remembered when she was in her mother's womb. No. I swear down. She said, I heard somebody say my life was going to be difficult and I'm in my mother's womb. And I'm like, whoa. And I said, and, and she was, at that time when I did the session for her, she was 44 years old. Wait, that's how far you go. So you may think, oh, I'm just anxious. No. It takes you back. I remember one woman, she saw herself, she's 45 now. She saw herself at seven years old when her mom's staff was about to rape her and there was nobody at home. So what did she make it mean? So most things is the meanings of things that you give Mm -hmm. that follow you. It's not the actual thing itself. It's the story that you put behind it. Mm -hmm. And so I say that if you're, if we're able to go back to that thing where it started for you and we're able to give you more empowering and exciting words and mm. pictures to use, you then come out so empowered that you know at least this thing is not going to be a problem anymore. Mm. And it's mind blowing. So, yeah. I mean, and it works with fertility. Most of our diseases or 
our ailments are emotional. Because mm. unfortunately, when your subconscious mind feeds it to your body, there's nothing you don't you don't have control on how it shows up in your body. So you may say, Oh, I'm not able to have a baby, or I've tried so many times, and then you find out that it was a thought that you had some time ago. In fact, it'll tell you, like in hypnotherapy, you you will tell me immediately where the thought came from. Hmm, okay. Where it came from? Straight. <laughs> yes. I, I think I want to do one of these sessions, actually, because one Straight. No, one one funny, funny thing, when you said that, um, when I found out about something, mm. I always felt like in the future, mm. this thing will hinder me. Mm-hmm. But it, th- th- nobody said it would for mm-hmm. sure. But I always felt like, yeah, it's going to do something. Mm-hmm. And then it did. Right. And then when, when I found out, I said, oh, no, but it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like this thing that I want is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then it did happen. Right. So I think you're very right in terms of like, you know, you allowing your thoughts and your past and things you that know, you the Bible believe. Says, As a man thinketh, mm-hmm. so, so is he. Mm-hmm. So your thoughts are words unspoken. So imagine all the thoughts, thoughts you have now. Imagine if God said amen to them. What would you get? Oh, yeah. You know, our minds can be very crafty. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit scary. But saying that, you know, because yeah. um, sometimes I look at people's lives and I look at the way people have um, turned out. <sighs> Uh, so like for me, I always said, I'm going to be a TV presenter. I'm mm. going to, I always told my mom that I, my mom would say, come and learn how to cook. You'll be upstairs saying that you're re- rehearsing, presenting, you're reading one book. Meanwhile, nothing has happened. And I'm yet. like, well, mom, don't worry. I'm going to marry a man that doesn't even require me to cook. Mm. And she'd be like, what kind of rubbish is that? Mm. And I'm like, mom, onions actually burn my eyes. I'm not joking. I can't stand here and just be cutting up all these things like bitter leaf and all mm. these egg I thought, what's the point? Like, mm. I'm sure there's somebody that can do mm. that. I don't enjoy it. Mm. She's been, oh my God, this girl just wants to disgrace me. Yeah. But lo and behold, I married a man that Who wasn't like, care? oh, exactly. you must cook. Yeah. You must do this. And I'm in the right country for it because yeah. they're chefs. Yeah. So you get what I you say. <laughs> yeah, you get what you, you... And my mom must be like, you said it too. Ah. <laughs> and I'm like, why can't I call a lot of money to myself now? You can. You just put a lot of resistance to it. That's why. Oh, really? Yeah. Because mm. what if you, if you focus on the lack of it, that's what you're going to get. Ah. If you focus on the having it, then that's different. And I swear down... If I've spoken to a hundred people, 99.9 people only know what they do not want. They don't know what they want. And so if you don't know what you want, it doesn't matter what you get. Yeah. By the way, guys, this does not mean that you're going to sit on your bed calling millions of dollars to your account. It's not going to happen. <laughs> you have to get off the bed. But yeah, I totally I understand. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's po- the power of positive thinking. Yes. Yeah. It's a little bit, little bit more than that. But yes, but, it yeah. starts with it. Okay. It starts with that, yes. Okay, yeah. great. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming you're on. This has been such an insightful episode. And um, yeah, thank you for being so honest and transparent you. in your journey. Thank you. Thank you. And um, yeah, just wish you the best with thank everything. You. Your beautiful you. children, you. and I will be and having yours yeah. too. Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> and I'm going to definitely come for um, a hypnotherapy session because I'm very op- yeah. I, I'm really open to all those kind of things, especially okay. therapy as well. Okay. Yeah, okay. Thank, you. thank you. Thanks, guys, for watching me here and everything else. We will definitely be back next week with another amazing episode. Don't forget to share this episode with your friends, family, parents. Oh yeah, you can listen to it. You know, Sunday service. You know, on the way is after Sunday service on the way in the car because I know a lot of you do that and message me about it. So keep it up. Thanks, guys. See you next time. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.